Welcome to the Road to Tenby podcast for aspiring triathletes on a journey to the world-renowned Ironman Wales event in Tenby. Here's your host, hoping to inspire you to reach your goals and full potential. He's an Ironman Wales finisher, PGA golf professional and a proud father, Tom Davis. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Road to Tenby podcast. I've got a good friend of mine on the podcast today and I thought this would be a really cool sort of subject to talk about uh, because we both signed up for IMR Wales 2018. We pretty much signed up for it with very little experience uh, between the two of us and uh, we kind of found out by accident really that we were both doing uh, IMR Wales and we both found out very quickly that neither of us had a clue what we were doing. Uh, so we, we kind of got together and entered a few events. And um, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting for you to hear Alice's story. We're going to talk about some of the events that we used to prepare for Ironman Wales, some of the mistakes both of us made. Um, but with that in mind, I'd like to say a big welcome to Alistair Chambers, the, the legend that is. <laughs> that's Tom I wouldn't say legend but legend but uh, <laughs> alright hi yeah how do you admit yeah I'm good I'm good what about you yeah not bad pal not bad yeah not bad. happy birthday for yesterday thank you mate thank you mate bit hungover so apologise if I'm blundering my words but I'll try my best that's alright you, you're a little bit better when you're hungover and drunk anyway <laughs> <laughs> how was uh, how was lockdown been treating you oh can't do much mate can you really like you mm. know sort of uh, missing the swimming more than anything you know it's yeah uh, no, but uh, I might try and brave the sea now in a, in a few weeks' time, perhaps. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we've got a drop out here in. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, missing uh, missing that really, like you know. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's all you can do really work and uh, you know wait for a little bit for the warmer weather, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I've got to be honest with you, I don't mind, and I've said this on the podcast before, lockdown for me is its not a bad thing because it kind of, I mean, it's different for you because you were going to work right the way through the lockdowns anyway, and we'll get, we'll get into your background and all the listeners can find out what you do. But for, for me, kind of taking a step away from work is... It's not good because financially you lose a fortune, but yeah. from a mental perspective, you know, it kind of gives me a little bit of time to reflect, to just reset myself. Um, I get into a bit of a routine with training, we're looking after the little one. And, yeah, um, yeah it's, it's, it's not horrendous. I mean, I know it's horrendous for a lot of people um, and it can cause some serious issues. But um, but yeah, for, for me, it's uh, it's not too bad, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Do you, no, do, you, do you find it difficult on like a, on a weekly basis um, because of what you do for work? Yeah, it, it, it can it can be hard, you know. It's it's and it's, it's been hard, you know. And uh, you know, especially I think the second lockdown because it's yeah. affected more people, like you know, and actually yeah. knowing people that have had disease, disease and knowing people that have died from the disease, you yeah. know, it's, uh, it hasn't been nice, you know. Work has been, you know, work has been normal. It's just obviously extra precautions with, you know, with everything we do, you know. Yeah. What What, do you, what think, do you do for uh, a job, Al? I'm a fireman. I am. And uh, been in nearly nearly twelve years now. So I'm uh, based at Swansea Central. So it's, it's the busiest station in the station, you know, in our brigade. So it's uh, I'm enjoying it. I've been yeah. in Swansea Central now, coming up to two years. 
but you know worked at various stations during my career but uh, yeah really enjoying Swansea really enjoying it and we're a boat station as well so you know as you know uh, you know enjoy the sea and things so that's uh, an extra uh, bonus you know but yeah it's been tough and I I agree with you but uh, you know mentally it's uh, it's lockdown has been tough but I'm trying to stay as positive as I can you know and Mm. uh, you know, so I think that's all you can do, you know? Yeah. And, do you know, like, from a work perspective for you, does the nature of your uh, work change during a lockdown compared to, like, normal, not like a, not a normal kind of working week kind of thing? Or are the nature of the calls still kind of, like, similar? Yeah, it's, it's actually, it's, it's it's been quiet apart from the last four days I've worked. But uh, no, I think the only thing we, we can't do now is go to people's houses, which yeah. we normally do, bit smoke alarms and things like, you know, yeah. just best team doing that. So, but the nature of calls is exactly the same, you know, yeah, we've exactly. had a busy four days in work now, we've got quite a few, uh, you know, nasty house fires and mm. uh, things like that. So nothing much changes really, like it, it is a bit quiet, I think, because people are, stay, you know, staying in, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it's nothing's changed really, you know. Yeah, okay, fair enough. It just shows you how naive I am to what 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 goes on in the life of a fireman. <laughs> yeah. No, we, you know, we, we, it's just the only thing we wear. You know, we obviously we're just careful with still social distancing and yeah. still wearing COVID PPE. You know, yeah. on the fire trucks and around the station. You know, yeah, yeah. Same as anything, really. It's just uh, try and you know be as careful as we can. You know. Yeah, yeah. Nice one. Um, so, Al, give us an idea. Like on you as an individual, like your sporting background, kind of before triathlon started. Like I, I, I know what you've, what you tried to play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Um, uh, but like, because we we obviously go back quite a long time. But just for yeah. the listeners to have a bit of context on kind of uh, you as a sportsman, kind of what were you into before you got into triathlon? Well, you know, as you as you know, mate, I'm you know massive into sport. You know, mad mad. About- it, to be honest, you always have been like like watching everything. But my probably you know played, believe it or not, when I was young, I was a pretty decent footballer. Uh, and then you know sort of always been tall, but really skinny. You know before I lifted up a weight, you know. And uh, my, my old school teacher said, "Look, you're a rugby player. You are forget this. Uh, you know sport uh, football." So. I bulked out a bit, got me into rugby and never looked back. So, yeah, I played a decent level of semi-pro rugby most of my life, you know, played for both Camarthen teams, Camarthen Athletic and Camarthen Quinns, uh, and then moved up to London then uh, when I was 25 and played for uh, four four years with Southend, you know, and we were very successful. We won three successive promotions, played up in England, and then came back then and went back, played again for uh, Camarthen Athletic, and then... Last few years of my life uh, went down and had some good good times down in uh, Lan, which is a place near near where I live. So, yeah, uh, and then played a little bit then when I joined the fire service. Played uh, a few years then and uh, for for Wales Fire Service, representing them. And then uh, just too old then. So yeah, that was the rugby, and, and I always now massively into my cricket. I like probably yeah. think that's probably my best sport. I always played for Kamali Wanderers, yeah. uh, played for United Kingdom Fire Service as well, which I enjoy. And probably, well, haven't really played much the last, since 2018, haven't really had, well, I think I've had one game in, since 2008 because of all, as you know, all the training for, yeah. since I've started doing Ironmans. So, yeah, I, I, I've, to play a bit more. 
I, I've watched a couple of games of uh, cricket that you've been involved in down in the um, down in my stag and the Celtic. And well, I, 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 yeah, I just remember you um, hitting about twelve cricket balls over the river in my stag, and, <laughs> and everyone just being uh, tamping you losing all the balls. <laughs> Yeah, believe it or not, it's probably my luckiest place I've played. And I've scored two hundred up in my stake, one in the Celtic and one in my stake at my stake town. Yeah. So, uh, mad, it's been a sort of lucky, lucky club really for me. I playing against my stake, but yeah, a long time ago that. But, uh, yeah, class. Yeah, so that's really my smoking background. But uh, as in, with, with regard to you know, I watch everything. You know, yeah. every sport. You know, as you know, when I worked in McInnes with you. Try golf, you know, got down to thirteen, but I haven't played again for a few years. I'll probably play 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 off hundred and thirteen now. But uh, I will yeah, but you can't. You like to be golf. fair, you can't brush that off. I mean, you know, like picking up a set of golf clubs and getting down to like a thirteen handicap is pretty good. Like and like you're, I I think you're quite like naturally like gifted as a sportsman. You know, you 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 know you put your hand to anything and you can you can do it and and do and do it quite well. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not bad. I, you know, yeah. I just like enjoyment as well. But I've always had pretty good hand-eye coordination. I've been yeah. lucky, like I school since school. You know, but getting older, it's getting harder. But you know, yeah. So, so when did when did like the thought of doing a triathlon or a triathlon or I am a Wales come into your head? I, I, I genuinely don't even know this. Yeah, well, it's you don't really think about it when I was playing. I wish, like I said to you in the text in the week, I wish I'd started it twenty years ago. You know, because. Yeah. Believe it or not, you know, I was a very good runner in my, you know, and run 10, 15 miles, no problem, and quick, you know, in my yeah. 20s. I wish I'd started it back then, you know, because after years of rugby, my knees aren't the best, so running is probably my worst now, you know. But uh, no, I was, I've always wanted to do it the last sort of probably since, well, probably I'm 47 now, since, since sort of late 30s really you know mm. and the only thing that's put me off was the swimming aspect you know I've always yeah. I've always swam I've always been able to swim but probably maximum of about two lengths before yeah. you know and that's true you know two lengths max I've been knackered absolutely blowing up the wall you know so that's probably the only thing that's put me off so yeah. I said to my friend who lives in Clastephan in the village he's done Ironman Wales I think it was quite a few years ago 2015-16 and I said look do you think I'd be able to do it? And he said, oh, definitely, because he knows my sporting background and my fitness levels. But I, I said my biggest concern was the swimming. Yeah. And he said, look, you can work at that and it will come. So, uh, which I did, but with a lot of uh, learning outcomes, uh, <laughs> which I'm sure we'll... Uh, we'll delve into. <laughs> but that's it, really. And to be honest, who I am looked back since. You know, yeah. I, know I, I know I said after Ironman Wales... 2000 and when was it 19 when yeah. we done it so, and and Ironman Maserati that I wouldn't do anymore but I'm just going to keep on going until yeah. uh, I because I just enjoy it yeah know, and it's good for me mentally you know and what what was the like what was the reason for you starting triathlon well <sighs> you know give me give me something to think about give me motivation you know yeah. uh I have suffered quite badly with depression the last sort of, uh, well, probably going back on and off for 10 years now. So, you know, you know yourself, perhaps, you know, say if I said to you now to take a golf club, you're never going to play golf again. You know, it's, uh, you'd be devastated, I assume, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like me not being able to play rugby. You know, yeah, I could play rugby when I'm 47. I've got to be realistic. And so, yeah, it's just, 
knowing people that have done it, watching it over you know over those years, going down and ten me watching, and just want to be part of it, you know. Yeah. And uh, I think you know, I mean, as you know yourself, I've embraced it and done it, and just well, I just love it now, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, I'm far from the quickest, you know, but uh, just you know, managed to finish it, don't you? You know. So, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, so you know, like when your rugby career came to an end, and yeah. Like how how much time was there between you like finishing rugby uh, and then starting triathlon? W- w- was that uh, like probably, a was yeah? Because I finished, I think I I finished playing club rugby when I was thirty five. Had a few games like for Wales Fire Service up until probably the age of thirty seven, and then done my first Ironman when I was about two thousand eighteen with you. So that's that would be I was about forty five. So yeah, yeah, probably looking about eight to ten years really. So I always, as, as you know, you you know when I worked with you when I before I joined the fire service and managed the Jimmy McInnes, I've always been into my fitness. So mm. post rugby, I've always you know been big into my weights and uh, you know I always enjoyed cycling and running the gym, you know, and the treadmill and things like that. So I always kept myself fit, but obviously an Ironman is totally different, yeah. you know. So it's uh, do you do, yeah, you, so. do you feel like those those seven years kind of. Um, of not really having any sport to participate in. Yeah. Do you feel like those those seven years uh, kind of like took away a little bit of purpose to, to you as like an individual and then as a result contributed towards like depression or was it, oh. some, was it something else? No, it was something else. It was, you know, I kept myself busy because I played a lot of cricket, you know, after, uh, okay. you know, my, that's what my life, my life was cricket in the summer, rugby in the, yeah. no, depression was just caused by, you know, a lot of things, to be honest, it was yeah. lots, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of personal things that have happened to me, Yeah. And, uh, you know, sort of losses and, you know, breakups and things, you know, so yeah. it's all, all, all accumulated during the years, you know, when yeah. you think better and then something else comes up and it's just, trying to learn those coping mechanisms to cope with it, you know. Yeah. But, uh, don't get me wrong, you know, I've been my lowest of the low, I've been down, 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 you know, to a position of, you know, enough's enough, you know. But uh, I like to think now, I, you know, I'm in a lot better place. I still get my bad days, but I think yeah. that's every day. A lot, of people, a lot of us get those, you know. But yeah. whereas before I'd be having like, you know, six bad days out of, out of seven in a week, you know. I'd, yeah. Probably have one bad day, you know, in a in a month now, you know. Yeah. So things have have improved a lot, and uh, good. And like I said, I'm just trying to keep myself busy, and believe it or not, you know, like I said, swimming has probably that's been yeah. the main factor in when it's, it's proven, you know, swimming, you know, especially open water swimming is uh, to be very good for mental health and depression. You yeah, know? You, you know, when you say like you you got to the lowest of lows and you felt like enough was enough. What what, yeah. what what do you mean by that? Well, you just you know, life's not worth living. You know, I was just you know such you're such in a low place, you know, and uh, you know it. Yeah, you just you just can't see a purpose in life. You just can't. Mm. You know, it's sort of it's hard to explain. You know, until yeah. you know, it's, it's until you do go through it, or possibly you know, people who've done it gone through it themselves. But uh, yeah, it's just everything really like you know it's just what is the point that you do think then of you know your family my you know my mother bless her you know my daughter you know so friends yeah. good friends you know and 
it's it's tough, you know. I, I certainly wouldn't want to go be in that you know place again, you know, mm. because it was it was low. I was living in my flat in Cardiff, and uh, it was low, you know, drinking every day for months on end, you know, and uh, and you know me, you know, into my fitness. That's not me, like you know, yeah. Don't get me wrong, I like you know, I could be yeah, I like a drink, but not <laughs> not to that extent, you know. Yeah, and do- so, yeah, it's been, it's been hard. Was was the drink like a coping mechanism then, or was it? Um... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, if you if you look back at it now, I think it was like you know, and uh, not proud of it, you know. So it was drinking, it was you know gambling more than you know. It's uh, everything really, a culmination of yeah. of lot, you know, and uh, and that's never been me, you know. Yeah. So obviously, as you know, I've always been focused, always been driven, and always loved my fitness. So for me, not going to the gym. You know, in a day, and let let alone months on end. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough, you know. And believe it or not, you know that sort of uh, you know that wasn't far off 2018, really. You yeah, know, first Ironman. So that's obviously has helped me, you know, training for that. You know, yeah. And and, and starting the training, which would have been 2017. I mean, it, it must have been mm-hmm. towards the end of 2017 that I caught up with you, um, and. I I struggled a little bit with depression around that time as well because I got yeah. I got made redundant from my job and I remember speaking to you about yeah. it. Yeah. Um and you know they're very different very very different circumstances but yeah. I, I I don't think there's any kind of like hard and fast rules in terms of you know why you can come become depressed either you know it's um no. For, for, oh, for, in different ways, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and that's why I asked you one of the questions earlier because for me, kind of my job got taken away from me, and it was something that I built up to for, oh, probably for the best part of ten years. You know, I was building up to trying to get there. I got there, and it got taken away from me, and I definitely felt like there was a, a lack of purpose in my life. Um, yeah. I almost like lost my identity, you know, um, yeah. and like I went, I went from you know working, working different places, different countries, week on week, jumping on planes, you know, working with high profile athletes, you know, high profile yeah. people. And then all of a sudden then, you know, my only task in the day was to wash the dishes. And, you know, yeah. as, as funny as that I sounds remember. to me, as funny as it sounds to me now, yeah. you know, I really struggled with it. Really, really struggled yeah. with it. I remember I, we met when I was living in Cardiff, we met for a coffee, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you were jet, jet setting off everywhere, weren't you? I well, exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know that that was brilliant, and I was very lucky. Um, you know, w- with that job, but yeah. you know, when it, when it gets taken away from you, this the same as same as anything in life. It was a big shock, and uh, I really struggled with it. And yeah. I I can kind of resonate with you in terms of how training for such a big event like Ironman, you know, that brought some structure to my life and um, some purpose to my day. You know, so yeah. it, it's like. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's such a big event, and the magnitude of the event means that you know you pretty much need to train on a daily basis. It's not something that you can just go and train no. for once a week. Um, no, and uh, it's, it certainly helped me. So, like for for you, did you at the start of two thousand seventeen when you started training? Yeah, you mentioned earlier that you were having kind of like six bad days out of seven. Yeah, did, did that slowly start to kind of like? Uh, turn on his head then as you start to train more and almost come out of that kind of you know drinking every day in a deep depression yeah definitely uh, you know because I knew I had uh, you know sort of my coach at the time you know he'd say you know, things had to be done you know with a set yeah. routine you know and as you know it's it's you know you're training twice a day sometimes like you know so yeah. 
the morning or I'm doing a run or a cycle, you know. So it's uh, your your mind is more or less purely focused on that, you know. It's yeah. Work, training, and that that was your life for you know almost yeah more or less a year before the event, you know. Yeah. So it did help. Yeah, I I agree. And then you know, side of it, then it I went back into the depression state for I am on two thousand and nineteen. Yeah, and had I'd hardly trained at all. I was picking up injuries and didn't train for Ironman Wales two thousand nineteen. Luckily, still finished it, but I was almost two stone heavier than I was for two thousand Ironman two thousand eighteen. Yeah. So because again, because of the depression, I was drinking uh, too much and just typically not training. You know. Yeah. But, Managed to finish it, but look if looking back at the photos of 2019, Ironman and 2018, it's uh, it's uh, sorry, 2017 was our first Ironman. I do apologise because 2018 when we did, wasn't it? Yeah, we did we did 2018 Ironman Wales, um, yeah, and uh, that was our first one. I think it, was, it wasn't it wasn't 2017. It was because yeah, it definitely wasn't 2017. Yeah, 2018, I, I, yeah we both then. We both done 2018 as well, didn't we? 2019. I didn't do yeah. 2019. You did. Um, yeah, because because yeah, I started a new job and <laughs> yeah, I was quite so. I was quite naive in signing up for it. Like I've signed up yeah. for every one since yeah. uh, since 2018, yeah. but I've only done one. Yeah, um, I was just quite. So naive. that was it. You know, I think after 2018, I just sort of again just went back into bad depression and like I said hardly trained for 2019 mm. but managed to finish it but again when I was looking back at the photos it's thank you God Nick for 2018-2019 is embarrassing so yeah. uh, slowly getting back to that 2018 now thank God ah, so. good man good man I, I tell you what really helped me as well I think is that like in 2018 and don't get me wrong like when I say I was depressed I, I don't think I was anywhere near kind of um, as depressed as what you were, but I, I can definitely kind of, um, you know, appreciate some of the things that you you were saying, you know, and I, mm. I didn't go to the doctors or anything, but I think I probably should have. Um, yeah. And it's pro- probably the case with a lot of people to be fair, but um, yeah, uh, it, it's a bit of a macho thing, isn't it? You know, it's, um, yeah, and yeah. you know me, you know, my character is, no, oh, that's a shame. He has, he's not depressed. He's always, you know, full of joys of spring and things like you know. Yeah. But you don't know deep down, and that goes for a lot of people. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Never, never think we'd suffer from it, you know. No, but I, I think, I think for me, the one thing that really helped me is during that 2017 2018 period of training for Ironman Wales it yeah. kind of reconnected me with a lot of people like me and you I, I know we yeah. probably caught up a little bit over the space of yeah. I don't know maybe four or five years yeah. um, but I definitely reconnected with a lot of people who were doing it or had done it you know yeah. uh, and I met a lot more people as well and I was I was telling this to I can't remember who was, I was talking to her about it the other day maybe, I think it might have been someone on the podcast it was it was Mark, it was Mark Davis that right. I, I feel like like triathletes and the triathlon community in this area is full of good people. And um, it it reminds me so much of kind of when I was growing up in golf that I just seemed to be surrounded by really good people. And and I think that helped me mentally a lot as well during that period. And I think by the time I I finished Ironman Wales 2018, um, you know, I'd kind of come through that little kind of... um, small bit of depression i had compared to it to a lot of people but yeah. um but yeah it, it does it does connect you with people you end up training with a lot of people and 
Oh, massively, yeah. We, we've probably spoken more over the last two two years than we did from the time we probably finished Macanese, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a love story, isn't it? That's <laughs> mad, isn't it? I know. Think, thinking back now, because um, I know we wanted to talk about this quite a bit, and this will probably be entertaining and also educational for... Not for uh, you. Oh, it won't be for, for me. Sorry. For me. Not for me <laughs> but let, let's uh, let's give all the listeners a bit of an idea, right, on to... Like, I'm going to say our preparation now, and we're going to focus on some of the things that you... No. <laughs> and I'm going to focus on some of the things that you've done in that preparation, also some of the things I've done as well. But to give right. everyone an idea, me, me and you, we got together and we thought, right, a good little milestone now before I am on Wales was uh, the 70.3 in Staffordshire. Yeah. It's obviously half the distance. Uh, it's, it's a long way out from Wales. I think it was like the May or April time. Or maybe yeah. even early maybe June, perfect. early yeah. June. Maybe, yeah. So a good, a good, yeah, yeah. a good marker for anybody who's not done an Ironman before and competing in Ironman Wales. At least we thought, anyway. Yeah. Um, give, give us a, a bit of a rundown in in terms of uh, not the event itself, but just like your preparation for that event because I I, c- I can remember it quite a lot. Um, yeah. And I'd be interested to see what your take is on it now <laughs> and see how good your memory is. Uh, well, with regard to the disciplines, I, I felt I was in a good place. My, you know, I was running well, so running wasn't an issue, and I was cycling yeah. well. You know, but my, my swimming, uh, as you know, before 2018, two lengths of the pool, I, that's the most I've ever swam, you know. So, yeah. uh, from a, uh, speaking to a friend from Camarden, uh, put me in touch, as you know, with uh, with Kev Pullen, swimming coach and multiple Ironman finisher yeah. uh, in Swansea. So went up to have some lessons with Kev, you know, paid for five lessons with him. Absolutely killed me in the pool, but really helped, you know, give me a lot of drills. And uh, so it was thinking back, you know, it was starting swimming. I was going to command the lens centre and it was so annoying because uh, I started swimming. I was swimming, you know, two, three lengths and just getting knackered, you know, and thinking mm-hmm. I've got to swim how many, God, how many lengths for... Uh, a half Ironman, one by two miles, or a full Ironman, you know. So it's uh, it was frustrating, you know. And luckily, you know, me I I knew all the lifeguards well, and they were laughing, not laughing, but they were saying, "Look, Ali, you'll get there, you'll get there," you know. But it's so frustrating when you start swimming. Yeah. And all of a sudden, one day it just came, you know. It's just I just swam. I remember it. Remember it being so elated, swam hundred lengths without stopping you know and yeah. I think right I've, I've got I've got it I've got yeah, it yeah. yeah yeah you know I, I could do it you know Staffordshire half Ironman, you man you here I come you know but uh, so yeah my swimming came from where I was it came on really well but my biggest mistake leading up to Ironman Wales was uh, I literally hadn't stepped a foot into the sea lake or anything I'd done yeah. all my swimming in the swimming pool so mm. easily covered the distance uh, bought a wetsuit <laughs> Literally, only tried it on in the house, and that was it. I I, then, I remember oh, it like it was yesterday. So, like I re- I remember our conversation, and you saying to me, <laughs> you know, oh yeah, I've done uh, I've done two thousand meters or two thousand five hundred meters, you know, nonstop in the pool. And I was thinking, right, okay, um, because like you know now, like yeah, 
number one in the pool it's very rare that you would do like a long set like that anyway from a training perspective you know the 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 sets and the way the sessions are set out in a squad like kev squad as an example or any session that i've ever had has not had more than i don't know four five six seven hundred meter kind of like blocks um so I was in Kev's squad at that time, and I remember thinking, right, this doesn't sound that brilliant, dear. Uh, and then we were we went up to the practice room, if you remember. Yeah, I do. And, I, and yeah. it was on the, I think it was oh, on the no. Friday. Was it the Friday? Or, no, the event was on the Sunday. We travelled up yeah. on the on the Friday, and we went for a practice yeah. room on, on the Saturday. So yeah. I remember getting changed. I was, like, very conscious of getting changed next to all of these athletes, like everyone I seemed to look at seemed to look in way better shape than me. Um, and I was thinking, oh my God, you know, I'm doing my first Ironman event here. It's, it's I've got to swim, uh, what, whatever it was, uh, 1900 meters and then do 50 odd miles on the bike and then a half marathon, like yeah. proper bricking it. And I remember getting into the open water and, you know, I, I was lucky. I had done some open water swimming up until then. And, I remember you saying to me, oh, how do you do the zip-up on this wetsuit? And I was like, how do you do the zip-up on the wetsuit? What sort of question is that? <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? Oh, and he was like, oh, yeah, I've never put this wetsuit on. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. What do you mean you've never put the wetsuit on? <laughs> so I helped you with the zip. Oh, we went yes. for a swim. And then uh, literally you were 200 meters into the swim and had a panic attack, didn't you? Uh, yeah just uh, in the in the practice swim and i i I just remember thinking oh my god this is going to be a hell of an effort for you now tomorrow um but up and up until that point correct me if i'm wrong you that you'd never been in open water and i'd I'd never put a wetsuit on oh no never stupid really if you look look back but yeah you live in london here you know yeah yeah, and so we 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 done. I done a bit of a practice swim, and I remember doing the practice swim and thinking, "Oh my god!" I went to the first boy, turned around and came back, and I had to have a sit down after it because <laughs> you know I'm not a good swimmer, and uh, you know I pretty much started from the same position as you. Yeah. Um, and I just remember thinking, "Oh my god, I've got so much work to do here to be able to swim comfortably around that lake," you know. Um, yeah. So g- give us an idea then on what happened on race day <laughs> do I have to <laughs> yeah come on go on uh no you you remember isn't it it was we, we were both there we were, I think we were both nervous weren't we you know and a big massive miss descended in it so yeah. that they were they were going to pull the swim when they at one yeah. point which thinking back now which they had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so because they there was a delay like, for maybe an hour hour yeah. hour and a half maybe so yeah it was you know we remember we were lining up and we in uh and you had to jump off a jetty, didn't you? That's it. Wooden jetty. So, uh, felt, to be honest, you felt all right, you know, walking on that jetty. But uh, thinking back now, as soon as I jumped into the water, again, panic attack, could not get my breathing whatsoever. Mm. Tried swimming. You know, I knew I had a you know, half tidy swimming stroke, but just couldn't get literally 20, 25 metres in. I'm uh, grabbing, a, grabbing hold of a guy in a dinghy. And he said, <laughs> I said, no. I said, uh, I said, I can swim. I'd like to think I can swim, but I can't get my breathing, you know? So uh, <laughs> I think it back at it, I probably swam a few hundred metres breaststroke. Yeah. I probably swam all of it until the last few hundred metres on my back. Yeah. Waving my arms and legs and looking at it now, people must be thinking, "What the? Is this? What the? Is this bloke entered an Ironman event for?" 
can't swim. So this, this bloke in a kayak, an old, older guy, uh, came round with me most of the way, you know, and uh, to be fair, helped me. And then I went on my front then. I said, how am I looking for time? And he said, yeah, you just about, you might be all right. I remember turning over my, my front, started swimming, only because I knew what, I was starting to panic now and I wouldn't make it cut off. Yeah. So I'm on my front. And I remember him telling me, he said, oh, you know, you can do it. You've got a pretty good swimming technique there. And so I swam probably the last few hundred metres tidily. But then I remember getting into the jetty then, a woman pulling me, come here. She said, unfortunately, you didn't make the cutoff time. Oh, my gosh. So I think I was, I think I was about 10 minutes. It's one hour 10, isn't it, for half yeah, a month. So I, yeah. think I, was, uh, I think I was one hour 20. Oh, gosh. So missed the cutoff by 10 minutes. You can imagine. I said, what do I do now? You know, I was dejected I was. Because I remember Ember came up with you, and then I had to, because of the logistics of the event, I had to... Uh, Get on a bus, didn't I? I had, yeah. You know, couldn't change because Ember couldn't get hold of Ember, so I had to ask an official for uh, said, "Oh, my friend's doing it, Tom Davis." And luckily, uh, they had your contact details, didn't they? Your emergency well, number. So I phoned my phoned your mum, and your mum gave me Ember's number. Yeah. I, also, as well, I might add, you nearly gave my mother a heart attack. Um, oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> because somebody phoned in she obviously knew I was doing it and she, somebody else has phoned in uh, you know and it's, it's not me as soon as she she spoke to you she thought oh my god what has happened here <laughs> I think that's the closest she's ever come to a heart attack bless her <laughs> so yeah so you, you 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 got pulled from that event then um, yeah yeah and I was, I was devastated, devastated. Yeah. You know, like I said, I got it. The official got in touch with Ember, met her, went back to your van, and I mm-hmm. got changed. And you know, I just regret. You know, I wish I'd supported you, but I was so dejected. I remember, I just went straight to the pub and yeah. <laughs> had a few pints. And you know, and a, a long car journey then. Uh, well, you slept all the way home. I know, yeah, I was just devastated, you know. Like yeah. I say, you know, you always finish a t-shirt and medal, and I'm just, uh, yeah, it was, it was tough. Yeah, but a good, a good learning curve, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think like f- for me, there was a couple of like learning outcomes in that as well. Number one, I realised that I really had to work on my swim. <clears throat> yeah, and t- to be to be fair, you mentioned Kev pulling earlier. Kev, yeah. Kev. I would say was responsible for me getting around that swim because yeah. the the swim that I'd done in the Swansea Triathlon, which wasn't too far too long before I uh, I'm on seventy point three Staffordshire, yeah, um, I really struggled to get around seven hundred and fifty meters. Like properly, yeah. was almost exhausted at the end of it. And um, I give Kev a ring. I went to see him for a one to one. And, uh, you know, he said, like, you, you, your technique here just doesn't warrant you not being able to do 750 metres. Like, I was ticking off 100 metres in 140, you know, not not kind of, yeah. like, stressing too much. And he said, it must be a wetsuit. So I went I went to try on another wetsuit, and it was a game changer. And I went from not being able to, to swim 750 metres to, I wouldn't say comfortably getting around uh, that course in the lake, but I'd, d- yeah. I'd done it in about 40 minutes, which I was I was quite pleased with. Yeah. Um, but the big learning outcomes for me is number one is I would fit in for, for a wetsuit to start off with. Don't just go and yeah. kind of like just get any old wetsuit. You know, there really yeah. is a big difference between wetsuits. Number two, don't push too hard on the bike because I definitely pushed too hard on the bike there and I completely died on the run. Yeah. Um, 
I was still lucky I'd done an okay time, but yeah. I, I definitely pushed way too hard on the bike there. And I, and I think yeah. looking back on it now, I think that's one of the reasons why my run in Ironman Wales 2018 was actually okay yeah. because I didn't. Yeah. I was conscious that I didn't push too hard on the bike. Yeah. And, I, and I think for you as well, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think one of the reasons why you done so well in the swim in 2018 Ironman Wales is yeah. because of what happened in Staffordshire. Yeah, a million percent, you know, because what, what happened after Staffordshire, I, I sort of two decisions to make. I did look jacket. Yeah. You know, jacket. But what I did, I'd, uh, you know, I, I'm lucky I live by the sea in Clastefan and just went in the following day, more or less, and nearly, well, into the sea every day and just just massively improved my swimming, you know. Yeah. And, and remember, we'd done a practice swim down in Tembe, didn't we? And yeah. We kept pulling and it was quite choppy. So a lot of people, you know, we'd, we'd swim to the first boy. And I remember Kev speaking to me and you with a gym and, and he, he couldn't believe that obviously the. Uh, Improvement, yeah. How I've improved, and he said, "How the hell did you? What happened in Staffordshire Wales?" He said to you, didn't he? You know, yeah, yeah. Alice didn't finish because, and I think that's just got from persevering and just getting into the sea, you know. And I made a big mistake, you know, not exposing myself to sea swimming. But now, you know, we did the Solver swim, then we before, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, had a decent time in that, and we've done three Solver swims now. Done an Iberabaridi swim, done the yeah. ten foot. We, so on, you know that's three and a half miles. Loved that event last year. Well, year before last. That's that's yeah. the hardest swimming event I've done. Is that ten foot yeah, swim? Yeah, definitely. But most enjoyable one. I, I yeah. you know, I, I've entered this year now. Hopefully, COVID if it, it goes ahead with COVID, but I've entered this year and I loved it. But it yeah. was, yeah, hundred percent the hardest swim I've done. Yeah, you know, I agree. Definitely. Especially when you turn that corner, you turn the corner, don't you? Because you oh you, you get off on that yeah. the the the, yeah. the beach the first the beach, bit, and you're yeah. like, oh my god, I've. I'm like, yeah. I'm almost halfway here. Yeah. And then you're like, that wasn't too bad. And then you go in between those rocks around the corner. Yeah. It's like yeah. freaking, it's like, it's like being in an endless pool, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly the feeling, just not going anywhere. Just winding Saunders foot and taking it further away. I know. Am <laughs> I swimming here or what? It's just mad. mad. Yeah. So what was your, what was your swim time in Ironman Wales 2018? Uh... Two seconds. I've actually got. I shall have a look at my uh, framed uh, finishes uh, thing with times on there. Because I, because I, I think one twenty six. Yeah. So I, I was going to say it was around the one twenty mark because one twenty six, and uh, I beat that. I think it was one. I think it was one twenty one, two thousand and nineteen. I think. Yeah. So you're you you almost. Then double the distance in Ironman Wales 2018 in the same time yeah. that you done the Ironman Staffordshire swim, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, I'd like to think it's you know a decent time for where where I've been, you know, where I yeah. come from, you know. Oh, I was, I, I thought, I thought it was fantastic, and I had no doubt that you were going to do that that swim in 2018 uh, in Tembe. I had lots of doubts in Staffordshire. <laughs> <laughs> based on our practice swim. Yeah. And I think but, Kev, you know, Kev tell me, as I assume he's probably told you, is, uh, you know, when you finish a swim, you should feel as if you haven't done the swim, basically, and then you yeah. feel fresh. Like I am on Wales 2018, I came out and I could have gone round again, you know, yeah. that's how fresh yeah. I, I feel. And it's all to do with, you know, my breathing, you know, I just felt really comfortable in there and, uh, you know, sort of, fingers crossed, that's, you know, yeah. big learning curve, but... Yeah, it's 
funny to look back on, you know, but uh, things happen for a reason. I'm a big believer in that. You know? Yeah. Did you do you feel like that that failure um, or the lack of success in Staffordshire 2018? Yeah. Was one of the biggest reasons why you done so well in Tembi? Yeah, I'm a massively, massively. Mm. Yeah. I I yeah, do too. Huge. Yeah, huge, huge. Because I think, like, I possibly, I know it's hindsight, you might be wrong, but say I hadn't done Staffordshire event, mm. perhaps I would have gone into Wales without going into the sea, you know, just yeah. sticking my pulsum in, and the same would have happened in Tembe. Yeah. You know, and you imagine all that, all those thousands of people, and I'm going up about 20 metres in, and I'm being pulled. Yeah. All I, my friends watching, I'd have been absolutely devastated. Yeah, you know, and, so. and I, I think it's a really good point because... Like you think about, there's going to be a lot of people doing Ironman Wales this year for the first time, no doubt. Yeah. Um, and what athletes have not really got the luxury of being able to do this year is enter events like Staffordshire as a warm up, yeah. Um, yeah. unless they entered it last year and it's rolled over because all yeah, the events are full. So, yeah. like my my advice to anybody is just make sure yeah. that you actually enter some events because even if they're shorter events, you get the opportunity yeah. to test your wetsuit. Yeah, you know, just definitely. get that feel of what, of what it's like yeah. uh, in open water with athletes around you, with maybe a little bit of contact in the water because that, that's you know that that's quite that's not the easiest thing to get used to. I I quite enjoy it to be honest, but. I enjoy um, it as well. Yeah, but it's um, it, it, it can definitely catch you by surprise if oh, you're doing it for the first yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. You know, I got I got swim over the first boy in the long course swim. You know, two years ago, and that was you know, it sort of like, can be worrying for some people because it's not nice, is it? You know, yeah. when you swim over and pulled, you know, pulled under and things like you know. But uh, it's just again, it's just exposing yourself to different events. Yeah. Which you know I should have done, but unfortunately, you know it's again it's a learning curve. But yeah, I I, I remember speaking to you and and you saying, oh no, I don't I really don't want to bother with any of the shorter ones. Yeah, I remember you. Yeah. And it's, I, I regret it. You know, yeah, you, you were trying to get me to do them, and I just said, look, I wasn't interested. You know, yeah, and you, you can you can I, see kind of like the mindset of why you wouldn't be interested in that, and why other athletes would think, oh, you know, I've got to do an Ironman, I'm not doing a shorter event. But yeah, it is it is the little things like you know testing your wetsuit out. You know, yeah, getting involved with other athletes in the swim start. You know, jumping on your bike after swimming. How did that feel? Yeah. You know, run, yeah. running off the bike as well in in a yeah. race is a very different feeling to doing a brick run. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, in, in in training. So it's um, yeah, I, I I would advise anybody to make sure that they actually do some races yeah. and um, you know ex- expose themselves to that environment because I think it's. Um, I think you learn the most there, without question. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. G- give us an idea then, uh, aside from the swim, like yeah. your experiences in 2018, 2019 Ironman Wales, kind of, how, how would you kind of, you know, break those experiences down and give the listeners, you know, maybe a step-by-step kind of um, guide on how you experience the event, like swim, bike, run? Uh well, going back probably 2018, like it's just it's just the overall experience, you know, just amazing to be on that swim start, thousands of people singing, and you know, it's hairs on back of your neck, Jobby, when you yeah. start in singing the Welsh national anthem, and it was just, you know, you can't describe it, you yeah. know, it's for anybody, you know, even if you just do the one Iron Man Wales, you know, it's just to experience that, it's just phenomenal, yeah. you know, and uh, you know. Thunderstruck ACDC starting, you know. I remember watching it for years and 
when wondering what it'd be like and actually taking part in it, you know. Yeah. But uh, no, it was uh, <laughs> you know because uh, 2018, looking back, I was on the swim start, and again, I don't know if I told you the story. It was uh, putting my goggles on the swim start. It was uh, we were actually walking into the into the sea, you know, ready for the swim start, and uh, I had the hub goggles, and the lens fell out. Oh shit! And this woman. Uh, dropped in she said I'll try and fix it and we were actually getting closer and closer to going into the sea so she said here we are I fixed it but I put my goggles on it was literally only about 15 metres till till we're actually starting to swim and the lens fell out again and I thought oh my god I said I'm going to have to do the swim now with no goggles and I thought this is just not meant to be I said I'm not meant to be like a man you know I had a tap on my shoulder and this guy said uh, he had a spare pair of goggles around his leg and he said here we are have these and oh my give gosh! Me, give me his goggles, and to this day, I don't know who he was, but obviously he had a spare pair of goggles, which I now do when I go swimming. I carry an extra spare on my leg because that's another learning thing I did. Yeah. But yeah, you uh, still don't know to this day who he was. But fair play, thanks very much. You know, whoever you are, you know. So uh, you m- maybe, maybe you'll be listening to this. Hopefully, hopefully well, you will, and get in touch. But uh, yeah, thank you very much. You've uh, you saved my saved my life then. You know. So do, do you know? Do you know something? I had, I had never thought of that. Like with, with goggles, and I've never carried an extra pair of goggles yeah, I do down now. to I the swim start. Yeah, on my leg. Do you? Yeah, yeah, around my leg now, just in case. If because uh, uh, it's just I just think it's handy because if your goggles do break or you know something like that happens, you've got a spare pair. You know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just an amazing experience, you know. And I'm luckily I live not far from Tembe, and you know, and I know so many people. So so many people came down and watched me and give me support on the bike and. Uh, you know, turning each corner, there's somebody else I didn't know. Go, you know, it was phenomenal. It's just the experience. You know, it, it says that's why it's the best supported Ironman in the world. You know, yeah. it's just phenomenal. You know, starting the run, I thought, you know, I'm not going to be able to do this run. You know, it was just I was I was in agony to be honest with you. You know, yeah. but like I said, I'm not not the quickest of runners. I, I probably walk most of it. I'm a quick walker anyway. But you know, it's sort of but got round with the run and. Uh, and I never forget then the last straight before coming to the, the seafront finishing, my good friend of mine, Darren Heath, uh, he said uh, he, he he ran with me for a couple of metres and he said, uh, Al, he said, no no one will ever take us away from you, you know. And as soon as he said that, I welled up. Yeah. And I was like, right into the front. And uh, bizarrely as it sounds, can't really remember the finish, you know. Yeah. I, sort of, I didn't really enjoy it as much, you know, I sh- as I should have, you know, because yeah. I think I was so tired. Whereas 2019, I tried to sort of, uh, when I'd done it again, I tried to embrace it a bit more, you know? Yeah. Even though I was in worse condition than I was for 2018, you know? But no, uh, you know, it's a massive, massive event and just love it, you know? Yeah. And I know I'm not doing it this year, you know, because I'm doing Barcelona in October instead. Uh, I was supposed to do it last year, but obviously referred to this year. But uh, I certainly will do it again. Yeah. If not next year, definitely the year after, but probably next year because... Uh, you know, to do it would be my th- third one then, you know, and it's, it's a great event. Yeah. You know, yeah it's, compared it's, to Lanzar- Lanzarote, when you go one man and a dog, you know, watching the bike and, you know, but I am aware it's a different. Every, everyone like raves about Lanzarote and it's definitely on my, um, my bucket list. I'd love, I'd love to do it. Um, how, how does, how do those two races compare for you and your experiences? Like the course, the people, the place. Um... The place, I love it. I've been back. The place is phenomenal, Lanzarote. You know, uh, 
I loved it. You know, it's uh, I've been on back on holiday there a few times since. You know, it's clean, beautiful, beautiful beaches and cheap, really nice people. And the swim was good. Just, you know, I remember because uh, Ginger, Ginger was uh, Phil Ginger really came over and he, he did it. I think he's done it over seven times. But yeah. Uh, yeah, really, I had a really good swim. I think I, my swim was like one one eighteen, one nineteen. Really good Class. swim and. Uh, bike was really hard like I said hardly any people watch it apart from one town you go through and mm. I think I made it to mile 75 mile 80 going down a hill puncture uh, again panicked a bit you know managed to fit the puncture which probably I didn't fix properly because another two miles down the puncture again in the same wheel and then a few miles after that a total blowout in the same wheel so uh, I had to wait over an hour for a mechanics van and uh, Ginge, you know, it shows how well I was doing because Ginge has done God how many Ironmans, you know. Yeah. I was quite, quite, I was way, 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 way ahead of Ginge, you know, because he passed me while I was waiting for the the mechanics van. So I managed to give me a new wheel, and then obviously then I had too much time to wake up. You know, I made I made the cut off time, uh, which I was happy with, but I was so blown. I think I would have had to do a marathon in under five hours, which yeah. in that. Uh, heat and wind there's no way i'd be able to do that you know yeah so uh, i started running and i thought you know i was feeling lightheaded as all over the shop feeling nauseous sick and uh that's when i i, I well i had to stop yeah so that was that was getting but again you know a, a learning curve you know with the bike i know mm-hmm. these things happen you know but uh again i probably would like to do it because i don't like failure so you know uh i think ginge and you know gary and yeah they're trying to get me to do it again you know so i think i will do it again just to get that monkey off my back but yeah I, well compared, I, I, t- I tell you no comparison you know with regard to the course and the people oh really oh no no uh, next time next time you do it just make sure you let me know because i'm i'm really keen to do it um yeah. I, I want to have a crack at it definitely so yeah maybe we can get on that trip together yeah, definitely, definitely. I mm. think, like I said, I think I will do it. You know, get get Barcelona. Hopefully, it'll be on now in October, which I'd like to think so. Get get that out of the way because I think it'll be a course that really suit me, Barcelona, because mm. it's it's you know it's all flat more or less, isn't it? You yeah. know, and, you know me, I, I do get up, you know, I can get up a hill, you know, but <laughs> I don't particularly like hills on the bike. So uh, being on a flat course with uh, with my cycling, it should suit me. So yeah. I'd be very disappointed if I don't uh, PB, you know, this year. So class. See. T- yeah. Talking talking about hills, can yeah. you can you oh, remember God. that um, that training ride we went on oh, where there was God. a road closed? Where was it? Was it Llandavri or Llandailo? Llandavri. No, we went we went through Llandailo, didn't we? And then uh, there was a pothole in the road that was closed, wasn't it? So we we took a diversion. So it was, it was just literally as you come into Llandavri. That's it. That's it. And we 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 took a bit of a, a detour, and I don't think I've ever seen two hills like it and we, we just didn't oh. expect it either did we you know i saw, and, I saw uh, two shapers at the top it was <laughs> one of them one of them had oxy- oxygen <laughs> I, need, I needed oxygen <laughs> especially when i fell off fell off my bike halfway through halfway up there did you actually fall off your bike i did fell off yeah oh my gosh yeah i fell off because <laughs> it was so steep i was doing that <laughs> side <laughs> I think the must have clipped one of the, the oh, I don't know what it clipped and they literally fa- failed to unclip properly and I was yeah. sort of, I'm in the edge yeah, the thing is <laughs> like, what, what, imagine how steep that is now trying to get going again isn't it ah, it's know? almost impossible isn't it? 
I more or less walked up the last sort of a few hundred meters, but that, that was the steepest hill I've ever. We'll have to go and do that again, just to oh, kind correct. of um, just a gauge no, to see how much yeah, better we are. Yeah, if you can do that hill, you can do any hill, you know. Yeah, definitely. That was, a, that, that was an absolute monster of a hill, you know. But uh, yeah, funny, funny. So, so just to summarize here, right? We've been talking for a while now, like, um, and I'm conscious I don't want to take too much of your time. But if you, if you were to summarize just a couple of the mistakes that you made that you probably wouldn't make again, yeah, and almost turn that into advice for any of the listeners who are doing IMR Wales for the first time, what what, what would your like like pieces of advice be to to those listeners doing doing IMR Wales uh, for the first time, 2021? Well, you know, preparation is key, you know, so uh, it's definitely with regard to the swimming, try and expose yourself to the elements, you know, uh, so get get out into, get out into the sea wherever you live, you know, uh, obviously in a safe environment, try and go out with, with somebody, use, you know, use a, a tow float as well, so just in case, I'm afraid you do get in trouble, but uh, yeah, expose yourself to, and even expose yourself to, choppier conditions you know yeah. so because you don't know on the day you know we were lucky with i am always 2018 and 19 you know but uh you don't know on the day it could be it could be choppy it could be rough so uh I'm not saying go out to stormy waters but when it's a little bit choppy try and practice your swimming and that so mm. you, you're prepared for it on the day then you know i i'm like you you know i do like the, the rougher, rougher the better for me it's mad I, I you know I like swimming in choppy waters but if you're not prepared for that then you will panic you know yeah. and yeah that's where the swim the advice I get and again like like you said reiterating with the, with the wetsuit you know I've got I've got three wetsuits now training wetsuits and things but definitely get get one that fits properly and you feel comfortable in you know and you've got sufficient arm movement and leg movement in it you know so uh, that's really important and again you know, I think the thing was massive for me, which I forgot to mention, was uh, I bought myself, you know, a new bike from Giant uh, for two, I mean, my way 2019, but never had a bike fit in. Yeah. So that was massive, you know, uh, for me, because I think uh, straight away, you know, he told me, oh, look, you've uh, you got tight hamstrings. I said, yeah, I've always had tight hamstrings from my rugby days, you know, and um, my bike fit in for 2018, which I didn't, was all over the shop. So. Yeah. Oh, but bike fitting is key, I think, as well. Like, I agree. You know, so, yeah, I've got, uh, still got that bike now. And, uh, yeah, so that's important. And, yeah, uh, just stay on top. You know, nutrition as well is key, you know. Mm. Uh, I think good advice, Carwin, one of the fire officers, give me was uh, always stay on top of your nu- nutrition because if you fall behind it, it can, can, you know, bite you on the bum at the end, you know. So, yeah. you know, try and straight, straight after the swim, try and get some uh, fuel, you know, uh, down here with the first sort of few miles on the bike, you know, and keep on top of your fluids as well, you know, because, you know, if you don't do that, then I can definitely bite you on the bum later yeah. on in the race. I, th- I think, I think as well, and I, d- I don't know whether you <laughs> would agree with this, but I, I personally think that, like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not an elite athlete and I'm not going to be winning any medals. Don't get me wrong, I'd love to win a medal. <laughs> As in a podium spot I'm talking about. Yeah. And I'd love I'd love to get on there. And it yeah. doesn't mean that I don't want to get on there, but I'm just not I'm nowhere near that level at the moment. Um and I might well, ne- I, I might never a, be. in you to get to corner possibly. Well, know, with... I, I mean, who knows? I, I I'd I'd like to think that if I could if I could get to 
get to the point where I could even think about it, I'd be happy, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I personally, it's a for me, I am supporting you, you know. <laughs> but if if I if I was to ever get there, I think it, it would take me it would take me four or five years before I can even start thinking about that. Yeah. Um, and you know that that's a minimum, I would say, because I'm not particularly talented. However, my point that I was going to make was like I I'm not there, um, and I think that for me, just doing that event and just absorbing every single little bit of a support that you get around the event on the swim, on the bike, on the run, yeah. thanking everybody, you know, just show, showing appreciation yeah. to all the volunteers. Yeah. I, I think is something which, uh, number one, I think it can help you as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it just takes your mind off, you know, maybe feeling not too great and, you know, your legs yeah. hurting I mean, or, so. yeah. Um, but but I do I do think you know the the support there is is so amazing. Oh, it's that, phenomenal! That to phenomenal. even like to switch off it, and you know there will be parts of the race where you will switch off and just get in the zone yeah. kind of thing. Like I can't remember some of the race in two thousand and eighteen. However, yeah. looking back on it, I feel like I I I should have appreciated kind of that moment a little bit more uh, and just absorbed every single ounce of that day. Uh, I don't think it matters whether you're on the course for nine hours or, you know, 17 hours, just got to try and, uh, you know, just absorb the atmosphere and the support. Yeah, I think that's what I tried to do in 2019, although I was at a slower time because I wasn't in as good condition as I was in 2018 with regard to my weight and fitness and a lot more injuries. But I did probably enjoy it, the occasion more in 2019, you know? Although yeah. I found it much harder the race, but yeah. the swim was easier because I had a good swim time. But the bike and run, I was, I was horrendous. But mm. that was just because my injuries and the shape I was in at the time. But I did enjoy it. You know, I enjoyed going over the finish line. You know, and appreciated that more. You know, than two thousand eighteen. You deserve uh, it. It's, it's like I said, it's a massive, it's a massive event, and I highly, mm. thoroughly recommend it to anybody who wants doing it for the first time or yeah. wants to do it. Because I'll certainly do another one, another I am aware of, because uh, it's a great event, you know. Yeah. Just just out of interest, uh, and this this might be a good one to kind of uh, just cap the, the podcast off on. Do you know if you hadn't got into triathlon? Yeah. Where where do you think you'd be? Six foot under. <laughs> no, I joke about that, you know, but I, you know... Uh, is that is that like genuinely like a a, a possibility given possibly, like how, you know, how looking, deep your looking, depression I'm looking, was? I'm looking sympathy, but it was deep, you know, and uh, possibly, you know, it's it's hard, it's a hard one to pinpoint, you know. Mm. I think, yeah, you know, possibly it's given me a new, uh, you know, a new lease of life in my sort of. I agree. I say I was going to say mid forties, but it's coming to late forties now, but. Uh, <laughs> It has given me a new lease of life, you know, and uh, I just, I just love the Ironman brand, you know, and like I said, yeah. the friends, the friends I've met, and you know, just embracing the brand, you know, it's great, you know, and uh, yeah, possibly, you know, it's, uh, I was, I was in, you know, some really bad, bad, bad places, you know, and it mm. uh, doing it, and even now knowing, you know, I know. I'm missing the swimming now, but hopefully soon as things start opening again now, you you know, you start switching on now, the mind will start switching yeah. on from and prayer preparing for hopefully by my Barcelona if it goes ahead in October, you know. Yeah. And you know, the swims I've got coming up in the summer as well, uh, got planned, you know. So yeah, I think it definitely gives mentally gives you a focus and uh 
yeah, I, I'm certainly in a lot better place now than uh, having, you know, started, you know, doing Ironmans. And, yeah, uh, I, like I, I, I think you are as well. And I think it's, it's, no, it's noticeable. Um, it's noticeable, like, how different you are when I speak to you now compared to maybe early 2017, 2018. Yeah. Uh, or late 2017, 2018. Because, like, there, there probably was a period where I didn't speak to you that much. Like, after leaving McKenna's, everyone goes their different ways, and they, you know, it's the, yeah. same, it's the same in any job, you know, you just lose yeah. contact yeah. with people. And, yeah. um, you know, I just remember thinking that you you were not a different person, but kind of almost way less upbeat, like late 2017, early 2018, yeah. compared to what I remembered. And yeah. I, I certainly think that you're um, back to that more of a menace uh, that you were before. <laughs> and like that's, that's, that, that, that's that, not the same person, because you're obviously the same person, but just kind of, yeah. you know, your whole demeanour and attitude and everything you've accomplished over the last two or three years, I think you should be really proud of yourself and uh, long may it continue, I say. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, I think, like I said, it's, uh, it does give you a goal in life, you know, and knowing that, you know, and uh, as soon as I've had a training session, be it a swim, bike or run, I, mm. it's just there's endorphins and I just feel better, yeah, you yeah. know. Uh, you know, I haven't trained today, so I feel quite bad that I haven't. But you know, I think I can have a day off today. But back, back to it tomorrow now, and uh, yeah, it's uh, a, a lot better place. You know, good man, good man. Well, th- thank you very, very much for your time. Um, nope. As always, it's good to speak to you. I can't believe you called me a menace. I can't believe it. Oh what? I can't believe you called me a menace. Well, I was just thinking, like, you know, could I actually swear <laughs> properly on this podcast and call you what I actually think I should call you? <laughs> so that that was yeah. kind of, like, edited for the audience, really. Yeah, but no, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's probably the nicest I'm ever going to be to you, to be fair. <laughs> Yes. But anyway, uh, I'm so I'm so grateful for your time, Al, and it's good no to problem, speak mate. to you. And I'm sure we'll That's catch good. up for a ride and a run or a swim sometime soon. Yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely. Top you man. Take care. Yeah. Um, thanks, man. Take care. Bye.